Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across this great nation and around the world. Welcome to Courtside Heat, the pod edition. And we wouldn't be able to do any of this if it wasn't out for the man, the myth, the legend, the man that Adrian Wojnarowski only dreams that his sorry, pathetic, snowflake face could be. Josh, how are you, Josh? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, man. If I was doing any better, I'd be twins. You know what I mean? You ask me this question every week. I should just Google it. It means I'm so good. I'm so good. I feel so good. There should be two of me. Okay, that makes more sense now. If I was doing any better, I'd be twins. Oh, boy. Anyway. Hey, <laughs> welcome Spotify world. Welcome SoundCloud. Welcome iTunes. Welcome Google Podcasts. Wherever. You're getting this. You could be getting it on Rumble. You could be getting it on YouTube. We are virtually anywhere and everywhere that serves up the best in podcast information, videos, and all of that good stuff. And as you know, as you know, we are everywhere social media. We're on Twitter.com slash Courtside Heat, Facebook.com slash Courtside Heat. Parlor.com slash courtside heat, Instagram.com slash courtside heat NBA, Rumble.com courtside heat, YouTubler.com slash courtside heat. And we are in the dog days of the NBA season. This is where this is where people are just trying to get through. This is where teams are thinking about, quote-unquote, managing minutes. And I know that makes people like Larry Bird and Michael Jordan want to vomit a little bit in their mouth. But it's true. It's time to manage minutes. But what really what this is, this is the dead period. This is the after the NBA trade, trade deadline, before, um, uh, before the playoffs. So everybody's just trying to get through get healthy, and get ready for the playoffs. So before we jump into all the goodies that we got in store for you today, and there is many goodies. Speaking of goodies, you can find all your goodies at courtsideheat.com slash store. Now look, we got it all. And if you want to do it on the Macari machine, you can do it there at courtsideheat.com store will get you directly to our Macari page. We are also back live up and running on the eBay machine. Just go to ebay.com, type in Courtside Heat, find us, right? You can probably find our eBay listings on Twitter, Facebook, Parlor, Instagram, and all of that kind of good stuff. Don't forget, real quick, we probably have sneak products over there on the Tumblr machine. We probably have it over there on the Linktree machine. There's a lot of places, lots of faces, lots of good conversation, breaking news, injury reports, all of that kind of stuff. But for those of you that want to treat yourself to the best in memorabilia, whether it's mint figurines, starting lineup, OG style, to new day cards, to old day cards, to PSA cards, to books, to DVDs. We literally got it all. By the way, I don't want to break any news. Um, 
But what did Jason Tatum just do recently? Yeah, so Jason Tatum actually just scored 53, and he's the youngest Celtic to ever do that, passing Larry Bird. So think about that. Jason Tatum, youngest Celtic, passes Bird. I don't think Ainge kind of ever put up those sort of points. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of somebody else in, in Celtic history. You know, Russell was more about defense. Bill Walton was broken down by then. Mikhail never really put up those numbers. DJ was a, a true facilitator. Uh, you know, Hayward was only there for a cup of coffee. Oh well, actually, you would have thought Paul Pierce. Wow, yeah. you would have thought Paul Pierce. I was just thinking about Paul Pierce, too, because you would think he would be able to score 50. And remember that name, Paul Pierce. I'll be talking about that here in a couple minutes. But, yeah, Jason Tatum, youngest Celtic ever to score 50 points, passing Larry Burr. Why is this important? Because we get a PSA graded 9, right? Right. PSA graded 9, mint Jason Tatum card. You're now going to have the opportunity to own a piece of history. Look, sick, dope stuff on, on the site, on the stores, everywhere else. Get in on it. Uh, it moves fast. We just sold a five-car lot the other day that had, did that have, I know it had Shaq in it. Did it have Jordan in it? No, Jordan, but it did have Clyde Draxler, mm-hmm. Chris Mullins. Of course. Mullins. Uh, Jason Kidd mm-hmm. and oh, Shaq. Yeah, Shaq was in there, but I know there was two other guys. Also, those repeat repeat cards. Dude, it's it's unbelievable. Plus, we got the Goodwin collection as well on the store, which is very cool. Uh, where it's got the Luka Doncic, uh, very highly coveted Goodwin card. We got the LeBron James. We got also got the actors, the actresses, the pool players, the YouTubers. I mean, Goodwin's kind of a really cool little card collection. Uh, people are really into it. We got all the best good ones, and we're getting more good wins in. And in fact, we may get some more good wins tonight, Sunday, Master Sunday, WrestleMania Sunday, Big Side. So think about this. You're going to start your day off with Courtside Heat, the podcast edition. Then you're going to pick up the final round of the Masters. Then you're going to watch WrestleMania. And while you're watching WrestleMania, you're going to go to courtsideheat.store to the Macari machine. Pick up some vintage memorabilia, and you are out the door. So good stuff. And one last thing. Look, I'm not going to make fun of you guys for being snowflakes. I'm just (laughs) not going to do it. I'm not going to make fun of you for living in your parents' basement. I'm not going to do it this week, I promise. (laughs) Here's what you need, though. You need a direction, right? I know you think that sweet, sweet Biden money is going to last forever. And if you qualify for the Biden money, you should really look at your life because it's not going the way that you probably want it to be financially. I did not get the Biden money. Josh did not get the Biden money. Uh, But I know a lot of you are just loving that sweet, sweet Biden money. Two things you can do with that sweet, sweet Biden money. One, you can invest in sports card memorabilia. Don't believe me? Go onto the Twitter machine and look up Gary V. Just Gary V. His last name is Vaynerchuk. You guys will never, ever be able to spell that in a million years. So if you type in Gary, G-A-R-Y, and then the letter V into your Twitter machine, you're going to see that he has led the resurgence in the sports card memorabilia. 
And that's where he's investing a lot of time and money into sports cards. The other thing you can do with your sweet, sweet Biden money is invest in a domain. Yeah, which would be historyproofs.com. Look, if you guys want to start your own business and if you guys want to be in education or just history, by all means, history proves because history right now is very critical. It's one of the hottest things right now being talked about. And we give you the domain, the logos, all the social media, everything to set you up for success. Everything you need for a small price. Yeah, look, it's for sale. And... um real estate on the internet matters. And so how do you get real estate on the internet? Real estate on the internet comes from a domain, right? Amazon is a domain. It's not a store, you idiots, right? So all, Twitter is a domain. Facebook is a domain. Parler is a domain. Google is a domain. That's real estate. What you do with the real estate doesn't matter, right? So you got to start with your piece of real estate. Historyproves.com is that piece of real estate. And people are trying to rewrite history on a daily basis to their narrative. And if you think history is what you read on Wikipedia, please do us all a favor. Cancel all of your social media accounts and get off the internet immediately. Right? Your grandma called and she thinks you're a moron. There's no history on Wikipedia. You have the opportunity as an entrepreneur to carve out the narrative as you see it with history proofs. Maybe you want to show that history is exactly the way it's been portrayed. Maybe you got an alternative version of history. Whatever it is, this domain will give you the opportunity not only to have a voice, to put out amazing content, but it'll also allow you to make money. That way you're not living off that sweet, sweet Biden money, right? So if you want to invest in something, if you hopefully you didn't, you know, blow all your money on Pokemon cards and and an iPhone, let's assume that you didn't, and you're a grown-up, go to historyproofs.com and think about it. Think about how you can make an impact and how you can build an online brand and online business. Historyproofs.com. That's historyproofs.com. Historyproofs.com. All right, let's kick it off. We're bringing it back. Topic number one, it's stat of the day, stat of the day, bump, bump. Okay, I stole that from Dan Patrick. But we do have the stat of the day, which is slightly old because we planned on doing this podcast a day or two ago. And today is Sunday the 11th. This stat of the day was really cool on Friday when we wanted to do the podcast, but I love it. Josh, give them. Stat of the day. Yes, this is this is really cool that I found. So on April 9th, 1959, the Boston Celtics beat the then Minneapolis Lakers 118 to 113 in Minneapolis in game four of the 1956 NBA Finals to complete the first sweep in NBA Finals history. And that that would just be their first of eight consecutive NBA championships with Bill Russell. It's crazy to think about. Oh, it's it's insane to think about. And the fact of the matter is, sadly, because nobody knows history, so history proves, you know, dot com. Um, most people don't know that the Lakers started in Minneapolis, right? The Lakers started in Minneapolis, and it's it's really kind of it's really kind of cool. So, the Minneapolis Lakers, in in an interesting little tidbit, um. Hall of Famer, 
uh, Dave Winfield. Uh, you have no idea who he is because he is a baseball player. But Dave Winfield is the only athlete ever to be drafted in three major sports, baseball, basketball, and professional hockey. Dave Winfield was drafted by the Minneapolis Lakers. He was drafted by, I can't remember, the hockey team. And then ultimately he went on to play for the New York Yankees. Minneapolis Lakers, legendary type of stuff. Boston Celtics, Bill Russell. I mean, what can you do? Nothing you could do there. Very cool stat of the day. Dan Patrick, thank you for this. Stat of the day, bum, bum, stat of the day. Here comes your what? Stat of the day, bum. All right, let's break it down. Topic number two, breaking news. Again, kids, remember, we're in the dog days of the NBA season. So our breaking news is really going to be focused in on contracts, injuries, and critical front office news. Yep, front office news is happening all year round. That plays a big part in how your franchise is formed. Go ahead and give them breaking news. Number one, I hear something about John Collins. Who did he ever beat? But go ahead. Hey, you, we made, you made fun of John Collins last time. You pulled up the record sheet on him. That's right. John Collins is the Stan Van Gundy of John Collins. Okay, that's an insult, but moving on. Maybe to Stan Van Gundy. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, John Collins will be out another one to two weeks with left ankle sprain. He'll be looked at again in about a week or 10 days. Yeah, big deal, no deal, little deal. Like, I see what you're saying. Like, since we're in this time of trying to get into playoffs, I see this as slightly a big deal. Why? Because you only have Trey Young now. And without John Collins, it depends how many games they're playing within that two-week stretch. Good point. Breaking news number two, some putts just had hand surgery. Who is it? Uh, Patrick Beverly just Who did had he ever be? Oh, come on! He never has beat him. We talk about this every single week. I'm just saying, until somebody beats somebody. So yeah, um, Patrick Beverly, this one hurts for the Clippers. Big deal, no deal, little deal. Um, medium deal, some of a big deal, right? Because this, this is crucial for their defense, because he's more of a defensive player. So he's going to be re-looked at again in three to four weeks. But you're saying he missed the last 12 games with a knee injury. So he was only active for these past two games before going down with this new injury. Thank you, Patrick Beverly, for showing up and collecting your check. Breaking news number three. Out of the Golden State Warriors organization, and I wish it was Steve Kerr getting fired, but it is not. We have... We have Rick Welts, who you do not who you do not know will be retiring at with the. Uh, uh, hold on, give me well, that, that was yeah. What no, happened there? I know. Rick right. Welts will be retiring with the Warriors as El Presidente for all of my friends south of the border. <laughs> yeah, he will no longer be president, but he'll be stepping down and be working in the NBA. Oh, I'm sorry. He'll be working as an advisor for the Warriors. That's always like made me giggle. When people take advisor positions. Because what I never got advisor rules. You should get advisor. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. With the hat or position? Uh, I don't think you know what to do with either one. So, <laughs> Welch joined the Warriors back in 2011 has been working really in the NBA for almost 50 years. So, the dude's like 677 <laughs> years old. Congratulations on your retirement and the continued paycheck in the advisor role. 
Um, he did basically nothing during his tenure there. He had no say or influence whatsoever in drafting. I never even heard. I never even heard of him before. And normally, when you hear of like these dynasties, as people call it, um, you would hear of more of the front office, like oh, they did this, especially with the Raptors president, like when they won. Who'd he ever be? <laughs> He's no Jerry West. When you think of front office guys, you think of Red Auerbach. You think of Pat Riley. You think of Jerry West, first and foremost, yeah. right? I mean, true legends, front office legends. So well, now we got Wilkes. But yeah, they'll be looking for another. They'll be looking for someone to hire for that position next week. That's awesome. Somebody just re-signed with their team for Big Momo. Who was it, and how much? So yeah, Chris Middleton re-signs with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks as the contract he signed is worth five years and $170 million. Now, this will include a player option in the final year. This, to me, is a big deal. Why? Because they just signed Giannis to huge uh, money. They got him back in as two of your key players. They have, and I know this is going to uh, sound funny, but they're getting their team together now where you got Giannis, Middleton, Holiday, Tucker, and Lopez. Those five guys are their best uh, players on that team. Tucker's there for defensive reasons. Those three guys are there for huge offensive pushes. So, yeah, I think we can actually say something really good with that. And I'm hoping Chris Middleton continues with the career he's having. Yeah, right on. So, uh, look, uh, is he worth that amount of money? Clearly not. I mean, it's a ridiculous sum for a ridiculously slightly average, above average player. But that's the kind of NBA world that we're living in. And uh, so when Chris Middleton, who, yeah, five years, $178 million for Chris Middleton. <laughs> that That's, I mean, that's, getting, look, that's. He's getting $35.6 million a year. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't know if we're still basing off his regular contract, if he's still getting some money left over from that end. I don't know. Yeah, crazy stuff. All right, but anyway, congratulations to you, Momo Man. We already talked about this guy. Lay it on him again. Courtside Heat does store for the card. Yeah, so if you missed it, we Jason Tatum has set a record to become the youngest Celtic to score 50 points, passing Lord Burke. It was actually a great over um, overtime win. It was a great comeback for the Celtics as he dropped 53 points against the Timberwolves. Yeah, look. Hey, it's the Timberwolves. I was just about to say that. What's the breaking news about the Timberwolves that you don't have on here? Um, um about their head coach. That changed a long time ago. Um, I missed something. Dilo's coming back soon. Um, breaking news on the Timberwolves. Glenn Taylor. The oh, owner, yeah. who, by the way, because you idiots don't know, Glenn Taylor is the guy that started Target, who owns the Minnesota Timberwolves, is in negotiations with Lori and A-Rod, yeah. Alex Rodriguez. That's supposed to go for, that's supposed to go in the range of $1.5 billion. $1.5 billion. Glenn Taylor will still have control for the next couple of years, and then it'll be Lori. Look, Lori's fame He's a really interesting entrepreneur. So this guy back in the day started 1-800-DIAPERS and then diapers.com. Mm -hmm. Sold that off for a boatload of money. Then he started his next company called jet.com. Sold that to Walmart for $3.3 billion. 
This guy is a serial entrepreneur. Uh, he knows how to make money. For A-Rod, this is a consolation prize for not getting the New York Mets. Uh, Glenn Taylor has been wanting to transition out for a little bit of time now. Uh, this is this is his opportunity to go out. I'm sure they're also going to get the, the amazingly irrelevant WNBA that, that goes along with it, too, because, you know, why not, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, so that's I breaking that. news when, when we're talking about uh, the Timberwolves. So, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, be kind of cool. A-Rod is uh, A-Rod's a lightning figure uh, for sure. Breaking news. Before we before we start talking about a few things, breaking mm -hmm. news: Paul Pierce. So, at woke ESPN, the wokest of the woke, like Jamel Hill, Karen Ravel. I'm sorry, Darren Ravel, uh, Pat Forty. If you can think of the wokest individuals on the planet. They're not woke enough to be a part of woke ESPN. ESPN is a pariah and cesspool of wokeness. From screaming A down to the biggest moron that ever walked the face of the earth, Mark Jones, who's a serial liar, antagonist, and rate, or ba uh, race banner. However, all of those things... Like, literally, these people are lying on a daily basis. Lying on a daily basis. They make Keith Oberman look like a pussycat. Here's the deal. There apparently is a line at ESPN that you cannot cross. And it's playing poker with strippers at your friend's house, being married, and on IG Live. So, apparently, you can threaten people's lives. You can lie. You can say the most outlandish and ridiculous lies and spew venom. Now, do I condone what Paul Pierce did? No, of course not. He's a married man. He shouldn't be putting himself in that situation. And then he's got to be cognizant enough not to stream it live on Instagram. So he's out at Woke PM. So ESPN's like, uh, yeah, we can do all these things over here, but boy, you can't do that. And so it's a very strange line that ESPN has. Um, uh, to me, uh, I'm especially kind of surprised because Paul Pierce played such a big role in all the things that they did. But maybe it was a contract they were trying to get rid of. I don't know. Um, but again, I have seen more egregious and disgusting acts, uh, happen at ESPN just in their programming than the filth that Paul Pierce was involved in. Um, so apparently the truth was just a bit too much for the woke brigade, the blue checkmark brigade over at ESPN. So, uh, Paul Pierce uh, congratulations. You you have given the blueprint for the rest of us to know what it is that you have to do to get fired at ESPN because really everything else is carte blanche. You can do whatever it is that you like at ESPN, apparently, except that. Um, 
and uh, it just it it baffles uh, the imagination uh, for sure. So there there is uh, sort of that breaking news as well because we talked about the Celtics. It kind of made me giggle. Uh, ESPN is absolutely irrelevant, and um, each person that cancels cable makes me just a bit more and more happy. Although I am happy that they're getting the NHL back, so I guess there there is a play on that. So anyway. I thought that was an interesting uh, breaking news on that. Uh, another piece of breaking news because it relates to the NBA, and I know people like to listen to podcasts and whatnot to get away from politics, uh, but it has come out that quite literally the dumbest human being on the face of the earth played a role from the NBA um, with Major League Baseball and Rob Manfred. Um and that stupid human being was LeBron James. <laughs> so I want to, for those of you that don't know, and, and it's fine if you don't because a lot of people don't follow politics anymore or baseball. Uh, baseball, and all its considerable now nuke wokeness, has decided to move its MLB All-Star Game from Georgia to Colorado. And I'm going to do a compare and contrast here in, in just a moment. Uh, the MLB uh, decided that the new Georgia voting laws were too restrictive. So basically what MLB, uh, LeBron James, and Stacey Abrams have said is black people aren't smart enough to get IDs, which is insulting, it's racist, it's demeaning, and it's wrong. Um, the lies and, and everything that was associated with that. It's really quite interesting that LeBron who really has nothing of value to offer except to be a bully. Because LeBron doesn't offer anything on an intellectual level. The MLB, uh, based out of New York, by the way, um, that has the toughest, you know, voting laws in the United States, meaning, you know, um, kind of, you know, there's no, you can't do absentee voting and, you know, there's like a three-day window for voting. In, in Georgia, there's 17. Oh, by the way, Colorado only has 15. And <laughs> Georgia has 17. Um, and then they gave weekend hours. And Colorado doesn't. And <laughs> New York doesn't. Um, so, um, yeah. LeBron, um, good good job. So, LeBron, what, what you did was, um, just so you know, uh, you petty, arrogant turd is you affected the black community immensely because it was their restaurants and bars and stores and merchandise and souvenirs, the $100 million that would have been infused into the community of Atlanta through the All-Star Game. You took that and um, put it in Colorado. So um, the law still passed and you took $100 million out of the economy. So that was really smart. Uh, good strategic move, I guess, LeBron. You really kind of thought that through really well. And uh, Major League Baseball, you can go to hell. There we go. Let's move on. That's the breaking news. Oh, wait a minute. I got one more piece of breaking okay, here news. We go, here we go. And this is not political. Let's keep it light and airy. Stan Van Gundy still sucks. Let's move on. Let's talk about, I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about two things. 
I know, I know you want to talk about the Bucks, and that's great. But I let me pull something up on the Googler machine here, because I think this is something that is amazingly overlooked uh, right now. So give me, give me just a, give me just a second here, little guy. All right, take your time. Well, no, I'm not going to take my time. The people are waiting. Okay, so let's 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 take a look at this because I think it's really important. First of all, to your point, your MVP leader, who's not going to be MVP, you know the Jazz are first in the Western Conference. Uh yes. They're sitting at forty and thirteen. Do you know who's second? Uh, what is that? Yeah. Your Phoenix Suns, my Phoenix Suns. It's a huge deal. First of all, in the last 10 games, they're 8-2. and two. Uh, Monty Williams has done an extraordinary job. And, and I can't tell you how impressive Chris Paul has been. I don't know if this team would be 37-15 and 15 without Chris Paul. And I just want to say, I know the Lakers are, are ravished with injuries right now. But when I go on my phone and I look up NBA standings, my eyes are so accustomed to going down to look for 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12 and say to myself, how, how, what do the Suns have to do to sneak in at 8? Right. And now I have to train my eyes to go up to number 2. I can't tell you how significant... That by the way, can I just say for the record, was it was it the Rockets? What did they lose? Twenty in a row or thirty in a row? Uh twenty-two in a row. Twenty-two in a row. Do you know, even with a twenty-two game losing streak, mm-hmm. the Timberwolves have a worse record? Oh. I can't even tell you actually how hard that is. But but what I want to talk about here is is the Suns. This is a forgotten story, right? People like to talk about the Lakers for good reason, obviously, right? right? AD and the other guy. Uh, people like to talk about the Mavericks. You got a little bit of a Luka, but they're never going to go anywhere until Kristaps Porzingis really can get back into form. I don't even know if he ever will. And you got to get rid of Rick Carlisle. He just came down with an injury. Yeah. I can't believe that the Warriors are, what, two and a half games out of a playoff spot? Yeah. But that's breaking news. Larry Wiseman went down. Really? What's his name? James Wiseman. James Wiseman. I still call him Larry. James Wiseman. You have an update on his injury. He went down last night hard with an apparent, I believe it was a right knee injury. Look up Larry Wiseman injury. Larry Wiseman. Larry Wiseman is an injury firm guy. A lawyer? If you've been in a wreck and you need a check, Google Larry Wiseman. Yeah, so right now all we got is that he he went down hard. That's what I said. And he has a right knee injury. That's what I said. Uh, hold on. Wiseman will undergo an MRI on the knee either Saturday night or Sunday. What's today, Sunday? Well, it hasn't come in yet. All right. So uh, we're probably going to be later tonight. That's big news. Look, that's really big news. It would be really interesting. Uh, he's been playing super well. Yeah. I mean, his shooting's a little bit of erratic, but... I just think it's interesting that um, because the lawyer, Warriors, what was the game? They lose by 52 to the Raptors. I saw it was, yeah, I saw it was like around the 60 range. Yeah, 50, the, yeah, something. Listen, if you're losing by 50 or 60, it truly doesn't matter. But anyway, I think it's interesting that they could sneak in uh, to the playoffs there. 
Uh, although the Lakers last night, Saturday night, had got a big win versus uh, the Brooklyn Nets. That was a big win. Yeah, that was a big you know, win. I was kind of surprised by that one. But my point to everything here is the Western Conference, the top tier of the Western Conference is on fire right now. In the last 10 games, the Jazz are 8-2. and two. So the Suns can't make up any ground because they're 8-2. and two. The third-place Clippers in the last 10 games, they're 8-2. and two. The Nuggets, who are in fourth place in their last 10 games, they're 9-1. and one. Imagine going 9-1 and one and only being able to pick up one game in the standings. The, the top four in the Western Conference right now are just absolutely positively on fire. But I, I can't overstate for the record. This is such, I, again, it, it's a shame. Here, here's, where I'm, here's where I'm kind of disappointed. Um, the self-inflicted wounds of the NBA has gotten to the point to where uh, people have tuned out in massive droves. So to kind of give you an idea, the the NCAA, uh, congratulations to Baylor, by the way, uh, beating Gonzaga, right? Gonzaga was the story. Uh, There's some NBA players on both, you know, that, that Suggs on Gonzaga. He's going to be a top three pick. So look at him, uh, Suggs. Gonzaga, he hit that amazing game-winning shot against UCLA in the Final Four to send him to the national championship game. But he's going to be drafted in the top three. Baylor's got some players as well. Hang on. um, Hear me out on this one. I'm actually going to get to the point here in a second. (laughs) This guy, Scott Drew. Okay. Okay. Because we're talking basketball, Scott Drew, head coach, Baylor. He went to Baylor in 2004. What he walked into, listen to this. You probably don't know this story. When he took over, the university was dealing with a coach who was trying to cover up for a player who murdered another player. Scott Drew said, I'll take that job. The coach was trying to cover up the murder of one player to another player. And he has, um, in 17 years, um, they hadn't been to like the NCAA tournament for like 50 years or something. Like you never, Baylor Baylor basketball is like, you know, you had a better chance of making the Final Four by yourself. (laughs) And so they get to the final four. They get to the national championship against Gonzaga. 17.4 million people watched that national championship game. In comparison, that's 10 million more people than watched at the peak of anything NBA from last year to this year. Are you having buttocks problems? Because you're shifting a lot. There's things happening. I'm not. I'm just shifting in a chair. Okay. But so this is leading mm-hmm. to the sun. So there's 10 million more people that watched Gonzaga. Listen to me, Gonzaga versus Baylor. We're not talking about UCLA versus Duke, Kentucky versus Duke, Kentucky versus North Carolina, the blue bloods of college basketball, right? I'm talking Baylor <laughs> and Gonzaga. Mark Few, Gonzaga, perennial uh, elite eight team. It's seemingly almost every year. But at the end of the day, they're Gonzaga. They're not the North Carolina Tar Heels. They're not Duke, right? Right. Um, they're not Kansas. 
right? They're not Kentucky. The the real Pitt. That's right. I said Pitt. The real blue bloods of college basketball. 10 million people said, I want to watch Gonzaga, or I'm sorry, 17 million people, 10 million more people said, I want to watch Gonzaga and Baylor over anything, anything that the NBA has produced. The highest rating they got is when AD and the other guy, they got 7 million. Why is this important? Because of people like LeBron James and because of the political stances that they took, they have damaged a considerable portion of their audience. And the arrogance of that should not be understated because now they just asked for five times more the contract value for the rights. Now, they'll get it. We talked about that on the last podcast. Right, right. We don't need to go down that road. But here's why it matters for some for a team like the Phoenix Suns, who for them, for the first time in a decade or more, yeah. are more than relevant. The Phoenix Suns, with Chris Paul, with D-Book, with DeAndre Ayton, with all, Mikhail Bridge, all mm-hmm. these guys, right? They could... Did you just yawn? No. You literally just No, yawned? I did not yawn. How about the fans get to hear me punch you in the face on the podcast? <laughs> okay, what? I don't okay, hold on. You hear me out, though. They haven't been this relevant since the Barkley years when this town was on fire for Barkley. Yeah. But nobody cares. Nobody cares because of the wokeness. You and I care. Right. Seven million people care. I want you to think about that. We live in a nation of 355, 360 million people. Seven million people care. It's a very small number here. It's a very small number. And and the only reason that they're still relevant, I mean, a part of it is they're, they're spending this money on Chris Middleton because they're spending future money. Chris Middleton, this isn't me being old man, get off my lawn. Chris Middleton. If he would have played during the nineties when Jordan played, it's three to four million a year. Not thirty-five million a year. Look, I'm for these guys getting every single last penny that they can get. If our owner wants to give them whatever, but just bear in mind that Jordan never made thirty-five million dollars. Well look up Google for me real quick. Jordan NBA career earnings. And while you're doing that, we'll we'll come back to it once you have it. But what I feel bad for is the Valley of the Sun, the basin, where we're located. And I love the Phoenix Suns, right? Arizona's doing some amazing things sports-wise right now. If you look at the Arizona football team, you got Kyler Murray, you got Larry Fitzgerald. They signed J.J. Watt and A.J. Green. The Bidwells are spending money. Hang on to it. Mm -hmm. And then Robert Sarver, who is notorious for never spending a dime, on the organization spends $42 million on Chris Paul. He's committed to winning. This 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 GM has done some pretty has done some pretty amazing things as things go. I say that to you because this is a huge deal because it's the organization has worked so long and so hard and so many draft picks 
to get to this position, to be relevant, and it's the old tree in the forest, if nobody's there, doesn't make a sound thing. And that stinks, and that's sad. Yeah, he waited 10 years for this moment. Well, even longer, really, because, you know, being in the playoffs. I'm just talking about being in the playoffs. I mean, right. Barkley and those guys, you're talking about against the Bulls and whatnot. Yeah. So, speaking of that Bulls team, what was the career earnings of Michael Jordan? $86.7 million. So, half. Half the contract value. So, Chris Middleton will make in two and a half years more than what Michael Jordan made in his entire career. Yeah. Look, good for Chris Middleton. That's the Look, nobody's, you know. And Jordan, he's a billionaire. B with a boy. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So he's not eating Spam for supper tonight. I get that. But a part of it is, outside of the wokeness and, and all the political stuff, if, if you know the game of basketball and you say to yourself, Chris Middleton will make in two and a half years more than what Jordan made, it becomes a point to where, and I'll tell you the other thing that's really interesting about the NBA at the moment. Um, there's no way to root for. You want to root for somebody like Giannis is. See, Giannis is a tricky one because Giannis stayed in Milwaukee, and I applaud him for staying in a small market instead of going to Miami, instead of going to New York, or you know, instead of going wherever. But the NBA of the past. And again, I don't want to be that old man, get off my lawn, but you you either, so you could either love Charles Barkley or hate Charles Barkley, but your hate for Charles Barkley was for Charles Barkley, the basketball player. People just hate LeBron James because he's an arrogant, self-indulgent fool. I mean, he's a right, fool. Right, right. That's all he talks about. It's just, just not have the game of basketball anymore. Yeah, and it, like you could love Kobe or hate, and look, Kobe had a lot of flaws. A lot of flaws. And maybe a guy that shouldn't be celebrated for those flaws. But that's a discussion for another day. Um, but there's, there's literally nobody to root for. You you rooted for Jordan or you hated Jordan. You rooted for Elijah Wan or you hated Elijah Wan. You rooted for Tim Duncan. You rooted for Larry Bird. You were, you were, you know, you bled green. Right. Pistons, you love the bad boys. You rooted or you hated them. There's none of that now. There's no, what would be a great rivalry in the NBA? I uh, mean, player movement's a part of it. I get that, and guys just didn't move back in the day. But there's no Celtics, Lakers. There's no Bulls, Pistons. I mean, who do you get, who, who's the dream matchup that you would get excited for? Not so much. The only time I got excited for a rivalry was when it was the Warriors and Cavs in yes. the long span. Yes. That was it. Yeah, no, that's a great call on your part. That's the last one where you kind of had a vested interest. But what's really interesting is about that, those were pre-political times where right. you, you know, you felt good about rooting for the Warriors. But now knowing what you know about Steve Kerr and Steph Curry, it's kind of like, yeah. you expect down like, oh, hey, LeBron, James, great basketball player. Now I'm like, why? Why? Just shut up, man. Yeah, now sometimes, you know, when they when he was playing back then, you were probably rooting against, or I was rooting against LeBron because you just wanted to cement Jordan's continued legacy. Right. right? It was about basketball, and none of it's about basketball now. It's like, there's like all this noise, and then basketball's over here. 
There's no good. There's just there's nobody like you, we should want to root for Devin Booker, but nobody even knows who he is. Devin Booker just barely he was the the commissioner's pick for the All Star team. I mean it's crazy. Even I mean I understand that that Phoenix isn't the greatest basketball market in the world, yet nobody's talking about Phoenix. I guess what I'm saying to you is, what are they? Thirty seven and fifteen. Thirty seven yeah. and twelve. Uh, Thirty seven and fifteen. That's a huge deal. Even the Portland Trailblazers at 31 and 21 with basically two guards. Right. They're doing it with two guards. I mean, that's a big deal. There's right. And the Pelicans are exactly where we thought they would yeah. be. Uh, 16 and a half games out of first. Right. Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying to you is, is that it's sad to me that People aren't celebrating the Suns, the rise of the Phoenix Suns, no pun intended, right? It, that's what we should be talking about. And it, it's sad that we're not, um, you know, yeah. So I don't know. And I know I went in this gigantic circle to get there, you know, from Baylor. But the point about it always is that you have almost 18 million people caring about college basketball and 7 million people. Um, talking about that, the best point of the NBA, and then you have fools like Mark Cuban out there saying their ratings aren't affected at all. And it's just, it's just silly. We we should be celebrating players like Luca, right? We should. But the problem is, as soon as we hit the political market, as soon as we even take last year when we made all of these great T-shirts, we just politicized everything. We wanted Warnock to win. We wanted Biden to win. When we just were cranking shirts and we were just locking arms. Well, not only that, I mean, so you have Luca, who's who's incredibly who's incredibly likable. What he gets overshadowed because Cuban didn't want to play the national anthem at the game anymore, or you know maybe that sexual harassment lawsuit that the Dallas Mavericks went through, or all the stupid things that Cuban say. He overshadows a rootability for people, and in in a nation coming out of a pandemic, it should be. I mean. There were 45,000 fans at the Texas Rangers game. People are hungry for sports. Right. And and now the, the Major League Baseball shot themselves in the foot. This, will, this won't die off because people my age who are the last bastion of people that give a crap about baseball. Do you give a crap about baseball? I do not. You do not. So I'm in my 40s. Josh is not. He's younger. He doesn't care about baseball. And things like this make him like baseball even less. It was my generation that would carry baseball for the next 20 years. But here's the bad part. It's my generation that has all the money. And we're going to choose what we spend the money. And it's not going to be there. And it bums me out. It bums me out for the Suns. It bums me out for the organization. It bums me out for the fans. And because we should be talking about how exciting the Western Conference is at the moment. Can somebody topple AD and the other guy? Can these other things happen? Could this be the Suns year? Can they make a run in the playoffs? Are the Jazz for real? Are the Nuggets for real? Could the Clip Joint finally be the best team in LA? All of those different things. And on the Eastern Conference side, you know, again, what was the big what's the biggest story about the Brooklyn Nets? It's it's a it's a Twitter beef. Between Michael Rappaport no. and Kevin Durant. Here's the best part, though. Here's So here's the hypocrisy. Kevin Durant, using derogatory terms and, and homophobic terms, he gets fined 
I don't know, uh, an undisclosed amount of money. Yeah. And then who was the guy that went to the Oklahoma City Thunder? Miles Leonard? Yeah, Miles Leonard. Miles Leonard will probably never play the game of basketball again. Kevin Durant is black. Miles Leonard is white. The hypocrisy, that's another, so that just turned, again, it keeps continuing to turn people off. Now, Adam Silver, he's a Jew, right? So he probably takes that a little bit, a little bit more personally and whatnot. I get that. Nobody should be saying any of these things, but maybe Kevin Durant should be blackballed. Kevin Durant's going to ultimately back blackball himself because he's just a mentally unstable dope. Great basketball player. Loved him at Texas. Uh, but he's just as strange as they come. He makes Kyrie look normal on some days. But when when your biggest story about you got LaMarcus Aldridge, you got Blake Griffin, you got Kyrie Irving, you got Kevin Durant. Who's the other guy? Um, did you say LaMarcus? Did we say Blake Griffin or LaMarcus Aldridge? Yeah, that's who I started with. Wow. LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake. Who was the big three? Who was the big three? Yeah, oh, Irving. James Harden. You got yeah, James Harden. Yeah. How could I forget about the beard? <laughs> so you got the beard. You got you got all these guys. And we're talking about a Twitter beef with Michael Rappaport and Kevin Durant. What I'm saying is it's all about the noise and it's not about the game of basketball. And it, and it's really disappointing. I wish it could stop being about the noise. Right. And and get back to me when I was young and I would watch those late Lakers Celtics games and that was must see TV. I mean, that was, uh, I, who was it? It was uh, Tommy Heinsohn. I think it was Dick Stockton and Tommy Heinsohn. And, and man, it just, or, or the Lakers versus Pistons and Magic just tearing out his hamstring. And, and it was just, it was just so good. And I'm not saying basketball was better than them. It wasn't. Basketball today is just, it's amazing. These guys can shoot literally from the locker room and probably shoot 60%. There's just no reason to care, right? Because they just we like basketball now. We've taken out basketball. We've taken the fun of it. And we're trying to make statements now. I get it if we're trying to do something for a cause, but at the end of the day, we cannot have this shoved down our throats like they have. Even during the last NBA Finals, LeBron James made it a statement for the organization of Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm nothing against Black Lives, but if it's the organization I do, one of the that was air quote, you idiots. One of the founders of the Black Lives Matter movement, because black lives that are struggling really do matter. Hear me out. She bought herself a $1.6 million home in California in a neighborhood of all white people. What? <laughs> Hear me out again. One of the co-founders of the terroristic organization, Black Lives Matter, who want to better the lives of black people, and whites are the devil, bought a $1.6 million home in California in a neighborhood that's all white people. Okay. Oh, um, ask LeBron how many uh, black people live in his neighborhood. Oh, and uh, since LeBron uh, hates Wall so much, uh, ask him about the massive wall around his compound. I'm just saying. Roy, here's hypocrisy. And this is what we're talking about. I would love just to have a conversation about LeBron and his gifts for the game of basketball. And, and Harden, can can you know he make it through an entire play, you know, without running out of gas and all of this. And I just, we, <coughs> all of us, 
that love basketball want to root for something, but they make it so darn unlikable and unrootable that um, it's it's really, really kind of tough. Let's look. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say they also bring in that we can't show up and dribble. We're not. No one's asking you to do that. We're, I'm fine with you having your political takes, but not like when you're just taking out basketball. I want people to be free-minded. If you believe what you believe, I want you to believe what you believe. I cannot control what you believe, but Here's the problem. not over NBA. Here's the problem, though, and I agree with you there. People go for sports for a respite from the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem that I have is that everybody should have an equal opportunity to be able to have their own beliefs. But if you have different beliefs separate from the mob, the mob will come for you and try to cancel you. And and that's also distressing. Right. Um, because if you think that these NBA owners, including Cuban and the NBA executives, believe all the same crap that LeBron and his little minions believe, you're sorely mistaken. Not you, but I'm saying right. in the general public. They may act woke because they're smart businessmen. See, here's what you guys don't understand. A smart businessman makes smart business decisions. They don't believe half the crap that they're saying. And if you think that they do, you're, you're more foolish. And here's the other thing. If you think LeBron is doing this because he wants to better uh, black communities, you're also wrong. He's doing this for LeBron. But anyway, look, I, I, I say all that to you and again because uh, uh, I'm bummed out. I'm, I'm bummed out because I want people to be talking about the 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 whatchamacallit the Phoenix Suns. I yeah. want people to be talking about that. And that's such that's such a huge deal. So uh we yeah, so just crazy. So anyway, um I know you wanted to jump into the Bucks. Let's skip the Bucks for now. Yeah. Right. And let's um let's go to our, our last one. Predictions. Sure to go wrong Josh, who you got? First one up on the board. Suns versus Rockets tomorrow, April 12th. Who you got and by how much? I got the Suns winning by 18. <laughs> I like it. It's a big number. I'll go Suns by 12. Number two, Knicks versus Pelicans on April the 14th. Who you got and why? I hate Stan Van Gundy, so I got to go with the Knicks, and they're going to win by five. I got the Knicks by 185 points. <laughs> Celtics versus Lakers on April 15th. Josh, who do you got? Oh, this is going to be an interesting one, but I have the Celtics winning by two. I like it. Anytime that we see AD and the other guy lose, I'm all a part of it. Prediction sure to go wrong. They are probably going to go wrong, but I'm actually rooting for these, so I don't want them to go wrong, except for the Knicks. I want the Knicks to win by 185 points. Anything else you want to add to this week's podcast? We covered a lot of things. We went from soup to nuts, as they say. Yep, another expression you don't understand, but that's (laughs) all right. You start your meal with the soup, and it was customary back in the day to end with an almond, walnuts, cashews, that sort of thing. Soup to nuts is the expression. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, so it's funny because I have to share this. Okay. So I released a poll. I think you already know the results or whatnot. I asked a question. Who thinks Steve Kerr should be fired and is a fraud? Yes. 55% said, I do. 32% said, I don't. 5% said, that hurts my feelings. 8% said, that sums up my that sums up him exactly. How many people said that hurts their feelings? Uh, 
Oh, those are probably those are probably our listeners, unfortunately. Yeah, so. we have probably snowflakes. That's Don't right. worry, guys. Just keep subscribing and keep uh, listening. You're a snowflake, so it's all good. Look, guys, we dropped a lot of knowledge bank on you here today. We covered a lot of things. It's all very cool. But you know how you get this each and every week. Make sure that you subscribe and leave reviews at iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Rumble, YouTubler, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast information. I'm sure we're going to be expanding platforms even even more. Hit us on social media. Join the conversation. It is awesome. We're on Twitter.com slash Courtside Heat, Facebook.com slash Courtside Heat, Instagram.com slash Courtside Heat NBA. Parlor. We dominate Parlor. We are the basketball talk on Parlor when it's working. Uh, Parlor.com slash Courtside Heat. Follow us on Rumble versus YouTube, please. Rumble.com slash Courtside Heat. We got different videos going up on Rumble. Much better platform. Uh, than the YouTube machine, but we also are on the YouTubler as well, Courtside Heat. Hit us on Linktree. It's linktree.com slash Courtside Heat. We own the Tumblr space in the NBA and basketball, and that is Tumblr, T-U-M-B-L-R dot com slash Courtside Heat. Your Jason Tatum PSA 9 card is waiting for you at courtsideheat.store on the Macari machine. Courtsideheat.com slash store if you want to get discounts instead. You can buy it there. We got all the elite merchandise and, and two last rumors. Rumor has it we could be coming out with some sick swag ourselves. Stay close to your social media and our website. Josh has got some amazing designs coming out here soon. We got the best in long form and short form content on our website, courtsideheat.com. The mothership, the thing that drives everything, courtsideheat.com. Remember, we got the best in merch. We got it everywhere. We got the best in video. We got the best in everything on social media for the NBA. Stay close to it all. Until next time, we got the master of ceremonies. We got the man that Adrian Wojnarowski only dreams that he should be, Josh. I'm Jason. We'll see you next time. Up oh, before you go, you, don't you dare hit that X yet, people. Historyproves.com for that budding entrepreneur or for just the most amazing content piece hobby that you'll ever have. Historyproves.com. Historyproves.com. We're selling it on eBay. We're selling it on social media. You put your finger up, so either you want me to pull your finger so you can pass gas, or you want to say something. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll put the links down in um, the, uh, I'll put the links down in the podcast description. Um, You can just find it on iTunes or wherever. Just got to scroll down, and it'll be all the links. Yeah, hit the links. We're going to have those in all the podcast areas. We're going to have it on YouTube and Rumbler as well. Guys, share this YouTube. If you're friends, you got friends that kind of like the NBA, love the NBA, old school, new school, everything in between. Maybe you got some people that like kind of politics and social and sports together. We kind of cover it all in what it is that we do. We try to make it light and fun and airy, you know, with basketball. But, you know, I hate Stan Van Gundy and I hate LeBron James. So we got to talk about those idiots every so often today. Just happened to be one of those days. But until next time, and possibly an overtime edition, you just never know. Be on the lookout for that as well. We appreciate you very much. We'll see you on the beaches, slopes, and cruise ships of the world. Courtside Heat, the podcast edition. Good night now.